Hey, Boker Tov. Good morning. Good morning. Today's daf is daf Ayin Tess in Erevin. Again, we learned for a four shleima for Tova, Miriam, Bastvara, Mindel, and Matasio Ben Sora. <clears throat> we left off at the bottom of Ayin Chesamid Beis. Yesterday's daf, the bottom of Ayin Chesamid Beis, we just learned the mission about the Charitz. And if you're looking at the uh, illustration book, Uh, we are looking at, uh, we, the mission was dealing with uh, illustration number 268 on page 90, where you had a charitz between, you had a ditch between two houses. And if it was four tfachim wide, the Mishnah said, and ten tfachim deep, then they cannot make a common air between the two chatzirot, they have to make a separate one. If it's less than four tfachim wide, then they can make a common one if they choose. Uh, right? He says, uh, only two, not together. Now, even if it was full of straw, it's still considered separate. But if it was full of dirt or rocks, then then it's one common area, and they can only make an air of uh, a common air for all of them. They can't make an air together because it's like one big chutzer. And if they made a separate air, then each one would asser on the other one. Now, um, then we said at the mission, and, uh, well, let's, let's deal with that part first. Let's deal with the part of the mission that dealt with the rocks and the straw. It says the, from the, the two lines from the bottom of the page, Moliofer was filled with dirt. We assume that it's considered like one big chutzr. It's like one big thing. Even if he hadn't um, uh, specifically said, I'm going to leave the dirt and the rubble, uh, the, the dirt and the uh, rocks there. But tonight we learn, let's say you filled up a house, a house that had a dead body in there. Now, when there's a dead body in the house, everything in the house is tame, except if the, if the house was totally full of something. In other words, there was no airspace. It was all full of rocks or straw, whatever. Ubitlo, and you're mavatlet there. Then where the rule is this, that tuma will stay in an ol if there's a posech tefach, if there's a tefach of space between the dead body and the ceiling, then the, then everything in the room is Tomei. But the ha- the roof, anything above the roof, that's within the OL, and that's not Tomei. If there's if there, uh, the, the house is totally filled up, the same thing would be with a grave. Let's say there was no airspace in a grave. You put them in a, uh, like we bury here in Eretzestro, without a coffin, and you just put the dirt right on the guy, not with a, uh, not with the, with the, with the, uh, uh, board, the boards or the rocks that they put in between, the, the blocks, they usually put these little blocks in between, um, so you don't put the dirt right on the dead guy. If you would put the, if you would put the dirt right on top of it, there would be no poser tefa, there would be no airspace, and then the tumor would go straight up to the sky. That's one of the reasons why they're mocked with the planes and things like that, because you assume that once the person's buried, eventually it all, the, the, the grave itself all caves in and there's no poser tefach there. So here, if you had a house with a dead body in it, and you filled the whole thing up, you filled it all the way up from the dead guy all the way to the roof, everything is all filled up with either straw or, or rocks or whatever, and you're mavatl it there, you meant to keep it there, bitlo, it's bottle, and the tumma would go straight up right through the roof because there's no poseach tefach there, and anybody on top of the roof would also become tummy. Aim, uh, so what does he say? So again, the, the, the mission says, says there in all those, only if you're mavatl it there. In other words, we don't assume that the rocks are going to stay there. So, <clears throat> why over here in our Mishnah we say, if this charitz, if this ditch 
between the two houses in 268. If you filled it up with dirt or rocks, oh, then it's all one chutzr. There's no separation between them, and you can only make a common air. You can't make a separate air. There's not two separate chutzr. How do you know? You didn't, maybe the guy's going to take away the dirt after Shabbos. How do you know? You see over there, only if you meant to keep it there, if you said, I'm going to leave the rocks in the house, then it's bottle and the tumor goes straight up. If you were not mavatful, it no, it's not bottle and the tumor doesn't go out because it's only there temporarily. Houses aren't meant for rocks, right? So eventually they're going to take it out. So here too, why don't you assume he's going to take it out? So besides the, the logical answer, which we'll come to at the end, we'll see it. There's between a ditch and a house, right? You can that, that should jump into our minds right away. Gemara gives their answers. First thing, Gemara says over for the Montana Olas or Bosi. No. It's a machlokus. Over there, the one who learns in all is this business about the rocks. You have to have a specific intention to keep it there. Otherwise, the assumption is you're going to take them out. That goes like Rabiosi. Who's Rabiosi? The Gemara says, If you're talking about Rabiosi, Rabiosi sounds the other way around. No, the mission always says, if you, did, you have to specifically say, have in mind, you're going to keep it there. Otherwise, it's not bottle. It doesn't stay there. Rabiosi says the other way around. The time Rabiosi, Omer, it's heaven. offer. Rabbi Yossi says over there in Alos that if it's Tevin and you're, 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 you know you're going to remove the straw, there's straw in the house now, but you're going to remove it. He didn't, he didn't even say specifically that he's going to take it out. Rashi says that, um, but they know he's not going to leave it there, even though he didn't, even though he didn't say specifically right, what he's going to do. Uh, Rashi says, Malu Tevin v'yodin onu she'en sarachlo. He wasn't about the fairish, but we know he's going to take it out, even though he didn't say specifically, I'm going to keep it there, but we assume he's going to take it out. Stam offer. It's like Stam offer and Stam offer, you're going to leave there. Stam offer, you're going to leave it there. In other words, if you know that he's not going to, if you, Tevin the Enos Lefnoso, if he's not, he didn't say I'm Vatlet, but he's not going to take it away, he's going to leave it there. Even though he didn't say he's Mavatlet, then it's like Stam offer, meaning Stam offer, you, you assume he's going to leave it there. Uh, so let's say there was dirt which you're more likely to keep than straw straw you're going to take out and, and use it for animal feed so let's say he left there with put dirt there and as opposed to what a person may do he is planning on taking it out and he is planning on removing it if it's if it's dirt and he's planning on removing it that's like in other words even if he's going to uh, if, if you know he's going to take it out, even though he didn't say what he's going to do, you know he's going to take it out, then it's like Stam Tevin, and it's not bottle. So what do you see from Rabiosi's words? That Stam Tevo, Stam Teva, Tevin, you leave there. Stam Offer, you're going to remove. Right? That's the idea. Stam, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, right. Rabiosi said, Tevin, the Enos, Lovos, Stam Offer, bottle. Stam Offer, you're going to leave. You're going to leave Offer in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the house. And Tevin, you're going to remove because it's animal feed. So what do you see that in the case of, according to Yossi, uh, Afar, you normally leave. Tevin, straw, you normally remove. In other words, if you know, if you know that he's going to remove the Afar, then it's like Stam Tevin. Or if you know that he's not going to leave the Tevin, uh, this Tevin there, he's not going to leave it there, right? Then, it, or, or you know he's, he's, going, he's not going to remove it, he's going to leave it there, then it's like Stam Afar. But you see from Yossi's words, Stam Afar, you leave there, Stam Tevin, you remove. Elor of Yossi, Montana, Erevin of Yossi. In other words, our Mishnah goes to Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says that, well, dirt you normally leave. You know, you're not going to pick up dirt. Dirt, whatever's there, dirt, uh, stones, you're going to leave there. Tevin, you're going to remove. It's animal feed. Why would you leave Tevin in the house? So our Mishnah goes to Rabbi Yossi. Olos doesn't assume that. The Mishnah Olos, it says, no, you have to specifically have in mind to leave it there. That's one answer. Rafuna Bredir Vishua Omar 
Tumor Shabbos. What's the kasha from Tumor and Shabbos? Our, our Mishnah is talking about Shabbos, right? Hanachis or Shabbos, the Philaniki Nami Vatalinish. These things are all muktza. <coughs> in the case of Afar, Tevin is not muktza because you got to give it for an animal, right? But in a case of, of, uh, of or, or and it could very well, if you don't need the, the Tevin on Shabbos, you'll leave it there too, right? Uh, but, uh, but, but Stam Tevin, you're going to take out even on Shabbos. But you ask me a kasha from the case of, uh, of Olos, you ask me a kasha from Tumah and Olos. Tumah, you know, Tumah, it's a question, maybe you'll leave it there, maybe you won't leave it there. Maybe the Mishnah and Olos says, you know what, if you don't know for sure he's going to leave it there, you have to assume that what, that he's going to take it out. So if he's mavatlet there, fine. If not, he's not mavatlet there, and and there's and the tumah doesn't go out through the house because you don't assume it's going to stay. You don't assume all that the 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 dirt is going to stay in the house. That's when it comes to tumah. But if we were talking about Shabbos, Shabbos, you're not going to remove rocks and dirt. That's muktza. He said, even if you had a wallet there, you wouldn't remove it because your wallet is muktza. So how can you ask a kasha on from Allah and Shabbos? On Allah, you say, oh, if you don't know that he's going to specifically, if you don't know specifically, he's going to leave it there. You have to assume it's coming out. So over here by dirt, why do we assume that if he had the if the dirt if the uh, ditch was full of dirt and stone, that he's going to leave it there? Because it's Shabbos, he's not going to remove stone and dirt on Shabbos. He's going to leave it there, just like he would leave his wallet there. So therefore, you can't ask the kashas. The first answer was Amish is Rabbi who uh, assumes that stam dirt you leave, stam tevin you won't, and Olos is uh, different different sheets of machlokes. Ravun says, no, you can ask Akasha. We're talking about Shabbos over here. You're not going to remove the dirt on Shabbos. So on Shabbos, it's, it's, uh, it, it, for when it comes to Shabbos, you assume the dirt's going to leave there. When it comes to Olos, when it comes to Tumah, maybe you would, you would remove it. Ravashi gives the most, most you know, common sense answer. Ravashi, Omer, Baisachar, it's going to be asking Akasha from a house, what's in a house versus what's in a ditch. A ditch is made to fill up. You're going to fill up the ditch. There's a hole there. You're going to fill it up. A house is made to fill up. A house is made to live in it, right? You're not normally going to fill it up with rocks and dirt. So in a case of a house, yeah, unless he specifically wanted to leave it there, whatever it was, uh, straw or dirt, whatever, you assume it's going to come out. In the case of a ditch, you don't assume it's going to come out unless it looks like it's going to come. It's animal feed. So there's a difference between the two cases. Okay. So what do we say? We said, if you're looking at a 260... Eight. Uh, if you look at 268, we said if you put a plank there, which is four tefachim wide, so that's like a doorway between the two chatzerot. Now you have two chatzerot. They're still not joined because there's a ditch four tefachim wide in between. But the Mishnah said if you put a levaneses rochbar betefachim or beins rosos, then ma'arvin shnayim. You could you could either you could either make an of together, a common air between the two chatzerot, or they could each be separate. Now you have two chatzerot with a doorway in between. So that's not so uh if it's four wide. Omarava, Loshan Shinasan Rochfo. That's if you put it on its width. In other words, you put the across the width of the of the chritz, across the width of the ditch, you put this plank. The plank was four wide, so it had a, it had it had the uh um the characteristic of a doorway. It's a doorway's gotta be four twachim wide, at least for four twachim wide, up till ten amas, we said. So Omarava Loshan Shinasan Rochfo, Awala Arko. But if you put it on its length, what do you mean the length? The length of the chritz. Look now at 270, at the bottom of that page. At 270, you took the same plank, but you put it on its on the length of the chutz, not across the width of the chritz, rather. Not across the width of the ditch, but across the length of the ditch. Then, Now, it doesn't have to go across the whole ditch. 
as long as it uh, and even if if the uh, if the um, the plank was very very thin, notice he put it along its length, even if it was very thin. It doesn't have to be four tefachim. In other words, the four tefachim you put the either way the plank has to be four tefachim across so that it's a doorway. However. Uh, it doesn't, in, in 268, it's got a crossover between the two chatzay road, right? So that you have a doorway, right? You got a wide ditch, four tfachim wide, and then you have to have, a, the Nesser also has to be four tfachim wide. The Nesser, we're looking at two different widths over there. In 268, the width of the ditch and the width of the plank. In 270, we're saying that if you put the plank at the ditch, right, at the ditch, along the length of the ditch, not along the width, we don't care if it's if it's if the, uh, the we don't care how big the um, the plank is as long as it's four tefachim wide at that point. It's really the four tefachim the length of the the length of the plank is four tefachim uh, in length over there. But here we don't care about the width of the plank itself. Why? Because as long as it's any amount, if the ditch is four tefachim wide and you put anything in there, even a half an inch in thickness. You've now diminished the ditch, so the ditch is no longer four tefachim wide. If the ditch wasn't four tefachim wide to begin with in 268, you wouldn't need a plank, right? Because it's a small ditch. You could just walk, you know, walk right through it. So he's saying in 270, 270 is what the Gemara is saying now. That's if you put, if you put the plank across the width of the, of the ditch, then it's got to be four tefachim wide. If you put the plank across the length of the, of the, um, of the ditch, then of course the the plank has to be four tefachim long in that case, so it functions as, as a doorway. But it doesn't really have to be more than that. And the width we don't care about. We don't care about the width or the thickness of the plank because it's already diminished the width of the ditch, and that's all you need. All right. Then we said, look at two sixty nine. We're looking at two sixty nine, two seventy one, and two seventy two here now. Look at them all. What we're saying here is this, if you have two houses next to each other and you have a, uh, a porch between them, uh, in, in 269 he offers two tzirim, the Pashup Shat and Rashi is mashma, the houses were next to each other, right? The two sisters of the houses next to each other, Rashi said back in the Mishnah, Rashi sounds like 269 on the right side of 269. Two houses were next to one another, and you put a plank across the two porches between them. They also join so that you could make a common chutzr if you wish, or it's just a doorway. So now the Gemara says like this, this is what we say. Right, only if they're next to one another, or in 269 on the left side, if they're exactly opposite one another, that it's okay, you can make that sort of a doorway, a plank between the two. And, I'm sorry, I skipped a word. Right, if they're not Next to one another, or they're not opposite one another, or also vizula nami and or if one is above the other, that's also no good. They got to be next to each other or directly opposite. This is we say that it's no good if they're not next to each other or or not even with one another across the street. That's only if there's a distance of at least three tefachim between the two. In that sense, that they're not 
opposite one another. But if they're not, if it's not three tefachim, it's simply what we're saying is it's simply a uh, crooked zustra. What he's looking at now is at two seventy one and two seventy two, where we're saying that you see if they're not opposite one another, like in two seventy one or in two seventy two, where one is higher than the other, as long as the difference is less than three tefachim, then it would be okay. But here, what we're saying it's not okay is because the distance is three tefachim. But if it's less than three, it's simply like a little bit of a crooked, uh, it's, a, it's simply a, a crooked zustra, meaning it's like, uh, we're trying saying it's a doorway, it's like one big thing, but it's not exactly even. Then it's okay if it's less than three tefachim. Says the Mishnah, we mentioned this Mishnah yesterday, you have a haystack between two chatseris, so it's really like a fence, and it's ten tefachim high, so you've got a fence now. Remember, what's the rule if you have a fence? If you have a full fence with no doorway and no breach in between them, you can't make a common air of those just two separate things. However, this is an interesting fence because it's not a regular fence made out of metal or wood or whatever. It's made out of straw. It's simply a haystack there. It's one big haystack. And what happens is, is what, what happens to a haystack? It's eaten by the animals, right? So, if it stands, the way it stands, you can only make two airs. You can't make a common air because that's a fence between the two chatzeros, right? Now, each, each uh, chatzer, between the two chatzeras, each balabayit can feed his animals from this, from the haystack. Animals have to eat on Shabbos, right? The tevin's not muktzer in terms of them eating it, right? So they have to eat it, right? So he says, Let's say, though, before Shabbos, before Shabbos, the haystack got lower. You know, they, they, use, they, use, uh, they use hay. You know, it's a common thing. Maybe they each... They have this common thing. They buy the haystack together and they share it and everybody uses it. And before Shabbos, it got less than 10 fachim. Now, if it's less than 10 fachim, you no longer have a fence between the two chatzeros. Now you longer have a fence. So that's like a chritz that's less than four tefachim wide. Or if we want to go back and look at the, uh, uh, the pictures back before uh, for the last few days, you're also dealing with a, uh, a wall that's less than 10 fachim high. If it's less than 10 fachim high, it's not a wall. And therefore, it's one big chatzer, and they can only make one chatzer together. That's a simple case of a haystack. There's no particular picture of this case of the haystack, but we're going to come to another case of a haystack in a few minutes. This we say that the animals are now, the question is, wait a minute, on Shabbos itself, right, the animals are eating from there. You got the haystack, it's 10 fachim high. Wait a minute, in the middle of Shabbos, they might be eating it, and the haystack, the height might get diminished and it's lower than 10 fachim. Once it's lower than 10 fachim, it's a common chatzir with no Erev, right? They didn't make an Erev. As long as there were, the haystack was there, each guy had his own chatzir. There was nobody else there, let's say, and uh, so he could take, he take get eaten, he can use the chatzir. He's got a, he's got a, uh, he's got a separate Erev. If, if he's with other dwellers there, they'd have to make an Erev, right? If he's alone, doesn't need an Erev. He says, Marvin Schneidem, Marachadnes, he make an Erev, right? That, um, they can each make their own air, they can't make a common air. But once it gets diminished, so what happens if the animals are eating it on Shabbos and on Shabbos it gets diminished? So Rashi explained the reason it's okay is because we're not worried. The animals eat a little bit at a time. The animals aren't pigs, not like human beings that take more than they could eat. They only eat what they can eat, right? When they're finished, they, they stop eating. They don't worry about what am I going to eat tomorrow, right? They're not like 
like like Jews at a smorgasbord or something that pile it on, pile it on, as we say, they eat with their eyes, you know, not like us. They they uh, animals just eat what they eat. So the ads, the, the odds are that it's not going to get lowered on Shabbos. They only take a little bit at a time, and they're going to eat what they're going to eat, and it's not going to get lowered. They don't eat so much. However, says the Gemara Rafuna, but a person, the the owners cannot start taking and putting it in their boxes, you know, in their baskets and start taking from it on Shabbos, and give the animals that way. They can't do that because they're going to take too much, right? So Rashi offers two reasons. One is because maybe he'll take too much. Like you say, you know, oh, you start schlepping already, so I'll take more, so the other guy will get less, whatever. They'll take too much. And then they're going to lower the fence. The fence, this haystack fence, will now be lower than 10, and then they won't be able to carry, and they'll, by mistake, they'll carry. But, uh, so they can't do that. Why is it okay to give the animals? Because we said the animals aren't going to eat that much, right? That's one answer. Another thing is that you shouldn't take as well, so the, uh, the, the fence itself, up until 10th Fachim, this haystack was a fence. Before Shabbos, it was set aside as a fence, so it's muksa. You can't take from the fence. So one reason is, is they shouldn't take because they're going to take too much. They'll diminish the fence. Another reason is because the fence is muksa for them. The, for the animals, it's not. they got to eat. But for them, it's muksa. Says more look, may but they're allowed to set their animals up there. I don't understand. If they're not allowed to take it themselves, how are they allowed to make their animals stand there? You can set your animal up to eat grass on Shabbos. Your animal needs to eat on Shabbos. Can you take him to a pasture where there's grass? Even though the animal is going to eat from the grass, for the animal, it's mutter, right? But you can't put your animal in a place where he's going to eat something which is mukta to you. What's the reason? Because you're not going to uproot grass. You're not going to pull grass out on Shabbos. That's an Issa Doraisa. You're not going to come to be over an Issa Doraisa. But, but if, it's, if it's only Muktza, maybe you'll come to be over. Maybe you'll make a mistake. So the rabbi said, don't put your animals in a place where there's Muktza there because you might come to pick it up and it's Muktza. You shouldn't take your animals there. So what do you, Shabbos? So what do you see? Then you can't put your animals there. So how are you allowed to lead your animals to eat from the uh, fen, from this uh, haystack, which is Muktza for you? How are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? In other words, you don't actually lead the animal up to the hay. You just prevent the animal from going out in the street. In other words, you just sort of stand nearby. You keep the animal from going on the street. The animal on its own will go and eat there by the haystack, but you can't stand there next to the haystack and eat with him. Okay. That's, and, and help him eat. That's, that's what, that just makes sense. But he says, You can't put any straw into your, into your basket, whatever, like, you know, start taking off from the haystack in order to feed the animal. I have a time to learn bias shabenstechatzeros. Listen to this case. We're looking now at two seventy-three, the the bottom picture on page ninety-one. There's a house between two other houses. It's really between two chatzeros. Take a look at that picture. That middle structure is a house. It's a house of some sort, okay? And um, maybe the maybe the front doors are missing, whatever. But it's a house, and the house spans two different chatzeros. You see there, there's a wall in between. And there's a houses on each in each chutzair, and the uh, one that one house is full of straw. It's full of straw. Look in the Gemara. They filled it up with straw. Again, that's if it's filled with straw. The two separate chutzairs can each make their own air. They can't make a common air because there's a wall in between. In other words, there's a wall for part of it, and part of it is a house that has full of tevin. Okay. Here it says that each person, in other words, each each um, resident of the of of the respective houses, can t- can fill up 
can take straw on Shabbos and fill it up, give their animals. Here you see you could take it. We're saying in our Mishnah what that the animals can only go on the, on their own. You, you you can you can you know prevent your animal from leaving, so he's going to take from the uh, from the pile, and that's okay. It's not mukta for him, and he's not going to diminish it by that much. But you shouldn't take it into your own baskets. Here we see that each guy could take it into their own basket. Let's say the amount of straw was reduced, it's no longer 10 fachim, like in 273, where you see it's lowered a little bit as it gets eaten up. They can't, uh, neither one can now, can either one can now take from there. Why? Because now you don't have a, uh, it's one chatzar. Because now you don't, you don't have two chatzaris anymore. Because once the doorway is open there, the doorway in those houses are open, and if the straw has been re- diminished, so it's less than 10 fachim, you've got a big breach here, it's one big chatzar. Right, Kesarosa. So, what can you do now in order to make it usable at least for one of them? Kesarosa, no espeso. One guy locks up his house. Umavatlos rishuso. He locks up his house and he's mavatlos rishus. So that one guy, let's say the guy on the left says, "Okay, fine, you can eat because we no longer can. Neither of us can carry." So I'll tell you what. I'll lock up my door and I'll be mavatlos my chutzur to you. So now the guy in the right has the use of the whole chutzur, his chutzur and the other guy's chutzur. It's one big chutzur now. He's mavatlos. The Gemara is going to say, "Why does he have to lock his house and be mavatlos? Why can't he just be mavatlos?" We'll get to that. Okay. So who? So in that case, who usher? Then the guy on the left who locked up his house. And was mavatlos rishus to the guy in the right a chaver mutter. That's obvious. I mean, we just said that he's mavatlos. What's the chiddush in that? We'll see. Vechenatonomiyo say the same thing. Begov or beniv and a big pitch. Shall tevin shabayin shbeis chum shabbos. Say the same thing. Let's say <clears throat> there's two cities. Each city can only go up to two thousand amos. Right outside, people can only walk out to two thousand amos. Exactly two thousand amos between the two cities is a big pit. And part of the pit is within the Tumcha Shabbos of the city on the right, and part of it is within the Tum Shabbos of the city on the left. And they fill up this pit with straw so the animals can graze out there. They don't have to graze in the city, they go out there. So the same thing if you have this big pit full of straw between two Tchumi Shabbos, city A, right, can, can go up to, up to its Tchum, and city B can go on its Tchum. In other words, they can each share from the same big pit of straw. Okay, we'll see with the Chiddush in this later on. But what is concerned with us? What do we see in this case? In, in, in our case, in the Mishnah, we said, you can let the animals graze there and take from the haystack, but you yourself can't feed them. You can't take it and put it into your basket. Here we see that they could take it and put it into their basket. So we see that that's the kashak. Amri, so he said, here's the difference. Bias, even the Ika, Mechitzas, Vitikra. A house has a roof. So, Kimifchas, when you reduce the straw, minkra, you could tell. You could tell when it gets below 10 fachim. In other words, why are they allowed? What's the concern? The first concern we have of people filling up their, uh, filling up with themselves, the, the tevin's not moksa because they can feed it to their animals. So, what, uh, according to this, right? So, the, in the first end, the concern is it's going to go below 10 fachim. When you're outside, you can't tell the 10 fachim so well, but in the house, you know how high your ceiling is, it's obvious. So in your house where there's, a, where there's a ceiling, when you reduce the straw, min no, so you'll tell, you'll be able to tell, you're not going to let it go below 10 fachim. Hachalom min but in our Mishnah where it's outdoors, you won't be able to tell, and therefore we're concerned. So in our Mishnah we say you can't fill up your baskets because we're concerned that maybe it'll go below 10 fachim. Over there, it's in a house. In 273, there's a house there. So as you lower it, you can tell and you won't go below 10 fachim. That's one answer. And according to the reason that we said before, the reason why you shouldn't fill up on our mission, you shouldn't fill up into your baskets is because it's muktzah. So he says like this, it's only muktzah 
down below ten fachim, but over here in the in the house where you're not going to um, where you're going to make sure that it always stays at least ten fachim above ten fachim is not muktza. Rashi explains that. Uh, Rashi says, "Kivni katikra." Take a look at Rashi, four lines from the bottom of the page. Kivni katikra, nikr nikr shagaga godish masrachik menatikra. The malchus masrachis below. Rami and Afshi will parish. He won't. He won't take anything below. Make go below ten fachim. That's according to the first reason. That the reason why you can't take in your baskets is because you'll 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 reduce the the height of the fence of the haystack fence to below ten fachim, and then everybody can't carry. Ulisha the muktzanami ain't aser mishum muktzah elabiyur the fachim. It's only aser. The muktzah is only from ten fachim and below because the chol miasar the mala lavt sorech mechitzi. In other words, you have a mechitzah. You 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 the mechitzah of the haystack. That's the reason why you say it's it's muktzah because you set aside the mechitzah only up until ten fachim. Above ten fachim, you don't need for a mechitzah. Mastis and the koyim tevin bechatzer ain't love tikra lo minker. You can't tell. So that's between the mission and the brisa. Now we're going to analyze these parts of the brisa in two seventy three that we just discussed. This this house in between the two chatzay road and they were supplying each was supplying um from the haystack from the, all the hay in the house they were supplying their needs so in shari. wait a minute if it's below you say if it's below 10 fachim if they reduce below 10 fachim then it's then it's usur right and you can't we'll see what it means if it's less less than 10 fachim obviously we just said you're going to tell you won't do it on shabbos but let's say it was less than 10 fachim before shabbos then then, uh, then it's uh, they're both usher, right? Because there's no, there's no. It's a common chutzner now. They can't. They, they both can't carry on Shabbos unless you made a unless you made a common Arab. So But if it's less than ten fachim, if it's ten fachim, then it's motor. Even though the ceiling is much higher. In other words, in number two seventy three, what are we saying? If it, if the if the tevin was reduced to below ten fachim, then you've got a problem. Unless you have a common air of there, neither guy can carry unless one is mavatel to the other one. But if it's ten fachim, it's okay. Wait a minute, but there's a ceiling there. The ceiling is much higher. Back, if you look uh, uh, last week, we discussed that case. Remember with uh, two thirty eight, where you had five different uh, families living in a big mansion, and there was like a wall or different things there in between them, and it didn't go up to the ceiling. The whole shaila. What the deal was over there, if it didn't go up to the ceiling, it's not a separation, right? Here we're saying, even though even though the ceiling in 273 is much higher than the 10th fachim of, of haystack, you're saying it's okay, but it doesn't reach the ceiling. And Rashi brings down, we said last line on the page in Rashi, because the Basil um, says you're allowed to carry all together because the walls don't reach the ceiling. So there's at least that sheet that it says if the walls don't reach the ceiling, it's not considered uh, it's not considered a mechitza. So over here you say if it's in two seventy three, if there's ten fachim high of straw, it's okay. That that's still a separation. What do you mean? But it doesn't reach the ceiling. If it doesn't reach the ceiling, it's not considered a proper partition. So that's the kasha. Back in the Gemara. So you see a mechitza, a partition doesn't reach the ceiling. It's still called a mechitza. Contrary to that opinion back uh, back before on Ayin Bays. Here it's speaking about where the ceiling is only three, 13 fachmai. It's a pretty low ceiling, right? It's only 13 fachmai. The tevan asara, and if the tevan is the straw is up to 10, so therefore within three within three fachim, it's in other words, it's shlosh asara chaser mashu. Remember, 
Lovid works only up until three, but not including three. So it's got to be, it's, the ceiling is 13 Tfachim high, less a little bit. It's 12.95. And the, and the Tevin is 10, so therefore within Lovid, so it's considered as if it reaches a ceiling. The whole ceiling can only be 10. The Tevin Shiva Mashu, and you have seven and a Mashu of straw. The whole pachas mishloshi kalavadam. If it's less than three, it's like attached. So therefore, it's as if the partition reached the ceiling. Says in our Bishlam Labaya Hanitami Asara. So according to Abaya, it makes sense. You say if it's less than ten, because it says if it was less than ten, then they're both also to carry unless you made an error, right? But less than ten. But Rafun Bar Vishua, my Masara. What do you mean Asara? You just said it's it's talking more of the where the um, tevin was seven and a mashu, that's good enough if the ceiling was ten. The answer is mitoras. So it means from the rule of ten that the partition has to be ten fachim high for it to be a partition, but it doesn't actually have to be ten if it's seven plus and you have a ceiling, so then you have love it, and then it's considered like it's ten. Shnei and asur. And so again, this is still going on the Bryce and not on the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that once it was less than ten, then arvin echadein arvin shnei. The Bryce said they're both asur. Shmamina diur and abam b'shabes asur. We had a Shiloh back in the first parak about if people come on Shabbos, right? They arrived on Shabbos, can they forbid one another from carrying? Or do you say, Shabbos keeping the hutra hutra? So here it's mashma that uh, this happened apparently on Shabbos. We're saying what happened on Shabbos. Before Shabbos started, you had the Erev there. You had the straw. And on Shabbos, they diminished it. If they diminished it, now uh, they're both stuck. There's no Erev there. And it's one common chutzair once it goes below 10 tfachim high and you're stuck. So it's mashmud on Shabbos itself. You could change. You don't say Shabbos keeping to hotra hotra. The answer is no. Dilma, Damit, Mesma. Maybe you're speaking of where it was reduced the day before, like we saw in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we said if it was less than 10 tfachim high, the haystack we're talking about was diminished before. Rashi, the last Rashi in the Mishnah says, in the smart nichol. So you can't prove it from over here. In other words, it could very well be that once you have a mechitza for Shabbos, it's considered a good mechitza for Shabbos, even if something happened to it. Same thing we had by, remember, by a mavui, if they removed the stick, the post or the thing on Shabbos, once Shabbos started, it's okay. It could be we still hold that opinion. You can't prove it from here. It could very well be that you made the, here it could be speaking about where the uh, haystack was diminished before Shabbos, or it could be where it was diminished on Shabbos, and we go with the shita that uh, if you come on Shabbos, you could also ruin it. You don't say Shabbos keep on the hotra hotra. It was a machlokis back on Dafyud Zion. Ketzerosa, so what do you do if, the, if it's gone, if the, if the fence effectively is gone, the haystack is below 10 tzvachim, what do you do? You lock your house, one guy, let's say the guy on the left can lock his house, and what do you need both for? Why do you have to do both? Just We learned that before. You can, if, there's, if one guy forgot to, it was not included in the area, if you have a chutzer now, one guy can invite his rishos to the other guy, and the other guy now has rishos for the whole place. So one answer is, you're right, you don't need both. Either lock your house, which is effectively being mevatel. I lock my house, lock my door, I'm not going to go out anymore. I'm, or I say I'm mevatel without locking it. So according to this, it's mashma. Either one, either one is being mevatel. Eboi same alolam tarti, you need to. Kivan the dosh bay, kivan the dosh bay We're saying is this, really you need two. Right, not for the guy, not for the other people. For the other people, it's enough if they, if if the if the owner on the left was mavatul rishus. But we're saying over here, when you're mavatul rishus in general, the one who's mavatul he should also lock his door because since he normally goes out to use the chutzer, he might forget. So it's not enough normally to mavatul rishus. You also have to lock the guy's mavatul rishus also has to lock his door. Not that the the other people in the who are receiving the property need the house locked. Just we want to make sure that the guy who's mevatel locks it, make sure that he doesn't forget and go out again. 
That's what Rashi says. The boy sam lom tarkilin yehetor chaveiro b'chadasagi umili the day boy lemevra chaka the lo lesel to tulim who had in the sphere lay lahaytana b'chol b'chol mavat levershus the boy knew whoever's mouth was just always locked his door so he doesn't make a mistake and go out. Who also b'chaveiro motor? That's obvious. We just said if he's mavat levershus the other guys now can carry the other guy or the other people in the other chotzer. Think about pshitas lotzrichem. Remember we had before, I'm about to my Rishos, so you can make use of it. Then you're, after you make use of it, an hour later, you're about to Rishos. We had a machlokes before, whether you could do that. So over here, when he says, who also b'chaveir mutter, isn't that obvious? Then the guy on the right, who received it, now is mavatl to the guy on the left. He says, now you can, I got mine, you get yours, right? We go with the shita of Shmuel, that ain't mavatl v'chazmatl. Machlokes, Rabbi Shmuel before, that aim of Atman you can't do that. Why? Because otherwise it looks like the Tekan of Chacham is a joke, you know? Oh, well, there's no, I'll be Mavatan Then you use it, you finish, okay, now you're about to me, the whole thing looks like a joke. And therefore, Shmuel says, aim of Atman Chazman Batan. If you have a big pit between two cities full of straw, where the animals of each city respectively uh, ate from there, but they only went up to their demarcation line, the pit spanned the 2000 Amma. Uh, demarcation line between the two cities. In other words, it was 2,000 amas from the city in the left, 2,000 from the city in the right. The animals on the right ate up until their spot in the pot, and the animals on the left ate up until this, just like we saw in the in the mission. This is part of the bride, so you're allowed to do that. Pshita, isn't that obvious? What's the chiddush? It's lotzricha. Remember, Abikiva and others, a few others who like to know is doraisa. Not Erevin, but Tchumen is doraisa. Mao, the same elixir to Masla Chlufe. Ah, since Tchumen is doraisa, they shouldn't eat from a common pit because we're afraid maybe you'll go a little bit too far. You'll take an animal beyond 2,000 amas, right? Uh, it's one big pit. You know, you might make a mistake since there's a derisa, kamash we're not concerned about that even according to Bekiva. Kate said Mishtatfin. So you see, when it comes to a derisa, we're afraid maybe you'll be over in a derisa because it's easy to be over. When it comes to feeding your animals on grass, you know you're not going to pick it up because that's a derisa. But a drabona, like muksa, we're afraid you'll be over, like you said before. Kate said Mishtatfin, Mabi. Now we're done with the pictures for a couple of days. Sheet uh, if we love a mavi is like Ayurvana Chatzir, but what does that mean? You have to have common food. So what do they do? One person, this is really what we do, uh, one person gives a, uh, his food to everybody in the, in the, uh, the mavi. They do it today with an Ayurv, or either with matzah, something's going to last, or a barrel of wine for a sheet of. Remember before the Ayurv has to be done with food, a sheet of could be done even with wine. So guy takes the chavis from our but he gives it to everybody. How do you give it? Somebody has to be mezakit for you. If I give you something, you have to acquire it. You have to make a kinyan. So you have to give it to everybody. He can be mezakit for his sister's kids. His kids are or bar mitzvah, or his avadam, or his wife, or women have a mitzvah also, right? So, or evet shivcha knanis. He says, not, not a knani, vayde ishto. Right? He doesn't say Kanani. We'll talk about it. We'll see why. But um, a, a, um, and his children who are bar mitzvah or his sla- uh, servants who are bar mitzvah or his wife, they can acquire it on behalf of somebody else. In other words, it's like, you know, the rabbi is giving a gift to the bar mitzvah boy before Shabbos. He should be mezakit for him. Ayyadeh, somebody else. Somebody has to acquire it for him. What's the reason why? So the Mishnah says, by if you give it to your children who are not bar mitzvah or your Evet Kanani, he's like your hand. You're not giving it to another hand because kol mashakana shivcha kanani or or children. 
or a shifla or avid kani. So like he's like giving it to yourself. In other words, you can't acquire, you can't give it from one hand into the other for somebody else. You have to give it to a person who's who's uh, has his own rishus, so to speak. So therefore, you have to give it to them. Somebody has to acquire it for them. Amrav Yuda, chavos shel shetufa mavos. This chavos, a barrel of wine, shetufa mavos. Tzarech like biyam and a karketeva. You have to lift it up from the ground. In other words, the person who acquires it, I give it to my children or bar mitzvah. And say, listen, guys, you acquired for everybody else in the mavui. Okay, they acquire it. They make a kinyan. They lift it up a tefach. We're going to discuss that tomorrow. Does it have to be a tefach or what? That's the, that's what we say. We have to lift it up a tefach to make a kinyan. You have to make agba. Amrava honey tights. Now Rava says aside things. These two things, the following two things, these two things, sabi de pumpadisamrinu. The elders of Pumpadisa, that was not Rebbe Yehuda the Tana, but Rabbi Yehuda the Amora, he was called Sabbat of Pumpadisa. Remember in Sanhedrin's Yudzayan over there, talks about these, you know, these uh, Shmuel and Karna, these all different names that they're called. So the Sabbat Pumpadisa, Rabbi Yehuda and his, uh, and his uh, yeshiva were called the elders of Pumpadisa. So <coughs> this Rav Yehuda said this item, this thing that we just said, that the Chavash Shetufimos has to be picked up by the one who was acquiring it, let's say your children, your wife, your, sl- your, your Jewish servants. They said that has to be picked up at Tefach. Another thing they said was, I'm a Kaddish. If you make Kiddush on Shabbos, if you tasted a mouthful of, of wine, that's a Revius. If you didn't drink a Revius, you're not Yotze. They said those two things. The following thing was also said by the elders of Pompadisa. Not just those two things, a third thing. Rav Yehuda, he's the Saba Pompadisa, said the name of Shmuel. If a woman is in childbirth, you can make a hot fire for a big fire for her to, to warm her up because her life is considered in danger by Shabbos. We assume only for a, for a woman in childbirth, not to a regular uh, person who's just sick. You can't be Machal Shabbos to make a fire for them. Also, only in the winter when it's cold, but in the summer you can't make it for her. says, no. Even if you just uh, let blood, meaning you are, uh, you're, you're a little bit sick from that, and it's time and you got a little chill. In other words, even for anybody who's sick, even at the, hot, the, even at the height of the summer, the beginning of the summer, even in, in the middle of, at the end of June, beginning of summer, even you could also make a fire for a person who's sick, even if they're not deathly sick. Amar Meimer. So that was the third thing that the Sumner said. Amar Meimer. Hanami Sumpadisa Amar. The following thing was also said by the, by the elders of Pumpadisa. Ditma. Ezui Asherastam. How do you know? We mentioned an Asherah tree the other day, which is also an Evanov from it's an Asherah tree. How do you know if it's an Asherah tree? Amar Av Kolshem Meshasi Avodazora Shomernosav Ain Tomdraset. If you see that the priests there, the servants of the Avodazora, they guard it and they don't eat it. If they don't eat it, that's a sign. Right, that's uh, a sign that it's a, a share tree. Because if Rosh says, if it wouldn't be that they serve the tree, they wouldn't stay away from eating it. And obviously, they serve the tree, so you could tell that's on a share tree. That's what that's what Amamer said. And I'm Ditmar Rav said that, and Shmuel says no. Going to Amri, they say Hani Tamri These dates from this tree are used for the beer of that Avodazar Nitzrafi, it's some Persian Avodazar there, that they drink on the day of their uh, holiday. So uh, that's how you could tell if it's an Asherah tree. If they say that the dates from this tree are going to be used to make the beer for the Vazar. And Amemer said this, I mean, this, this is the fourth thing. Amemer says, this is also taught me by the Sabi Pompadisa, that, uh, 
that because um, we learned that the uh, what's in a sherry tree? Rav says if they don't touch it at all, they guard it. And Shmuel says no, if they're going to drink from there. Ba'amuli sabed b'msa and sabed b'msa. This Rav Yehuda and his yeshiva told me hilchos hakavaser Shmuel. The halach is like Shmuel that what's the sign of an asherah tree? A tree that they set aside for uh, making their uh, beer for avodah Okay, that's what the Gemara says so far. This is just a side thing, really. The issue, the really word is if you if you uh, how do you give a uh, a how do you give a shitufe mavos shitufe mavoy on Shabbos uh, for Shabbos before Shabbos? You have to, like banish mushes. You have to give this uh, barrel of wine, and your machnet you give it to somebody else on behalf of everybody in the in the um, in the mavoy, and the person who's ma- who's konet has to pick it up a tefach. That's what we're going to deal with tomorrow. Does it have to be a tefach or not? It's mashma over there. Other places that if you want to pick it up, that's what Gemara is going to ask. Mashma, does it have to be a tefach or not a tefach? That's what Gemara is going to get into that tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. So we'll pick it up from there. You don't need the picture book tomorrow unless you refer back to other cases. Have a good day, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.